Hello and welcome to Gem the GM. This is a podcast about everything to do with escape rooms, but from a games master perspective. Although at this time you are tuning into another Gem the GM plays escape this podcast. So I'm going to be hosting an audio escape room for my friends. And there's been quite a few of these. So if you haven't listened to any of the previous ones, you can go back and listen to a few more. And if you haven't already, then go over to Escape This Podcast and have a listen to theirs because that's where I get all of the rooms from. I can't take credit for creating these rooms. They're not my work, but I did ask their permission. They said it was fine. So do go and check out their podcast if you haven't done already. The link is in the show notes. All right, team, here we go. This room is called Blade Runner. And the scene is set like this. I do have to ask you a question. Could you please all tell me your shoe sizes? Nine. Hmm. Ten? I'm a nine. Well, I am um, was a six, but I've started to go more into five and a half these days, I think. So. They still do half sizes, do they? Not always, so then I have to go for six. So best to say six. <laughs> all right, thank you for that. After having had a lovely dinner all together, you all decide that the perfect ending to your evening would be to go ice skating. Luckily, it's just over the road. So you all head out of the restaurant and start to cross the road towards the spirit of skating. As you're starting to cross the road, some of your tummies start grumbling a little bit and, oh, Tom, you don't feel so good and... Yeah, Joe, tummy hurts a little bit. Everybody agrees. And so you rush quickly into the spirit of skating and head straight for the toilets. You're in there at least 10 minutes. And when you all come out, the skating rink seems quite, well, very quiet. You quickly realise that nobody else is there and they must have closed up whilst you were all in the bathroom. You head to the front door, but it's locked. You don't want to be stuck there all night, especially with the way you're feeling at the moment. Perhaps you'd better try and find a way out. You look around the building and you're currently standing in front of the main door. To your right is a kiosk where you can rent skates. And to the left is the bathroom that you all just came out of. In front of you on the left wall is a row of lockers. And opposite the lockers on the right is the entrance to the skating rink. Between the lockers and the rink, there is a seating area with tables and chairs. And on the far wall is the rink's snack bar. To its left on the wall is a widescreen TV. Near that is a vending machine. And in the far left corner is a small door labelled Supply Closet. Okay. So we've been locked in this place, have we? You have. We need to try and find a way out. How is the main door locked? Next to the door is a numeric keypad and the light on it is glowing red. The door itself looks very sturdy. Shall we have a look at the skate rental thing that's near the main door? What happens if we go out to the skate rental part? kiosk is a touch screen which is fancy fortunately they have forgotten to shut it off so you can see that the screen shows a bunch of skates with the heading pick your skate style credits remaining one underneath the screen is a slot where skates would be dispensed a piece of paper sits on top of the kiosk it reads mel I like the new system where skates of the same size have a unique look to them, but there's only one pair of size six left and none of size 10. We need to order more. Abby. I'm going to send you an image. Oh, wow. Talk about getting your skates on. Oh, no, they are all different styles, aren't they? Right, I think we're probably going to need a bit more information on this, aren't we? Even if we can pair them up, I mean, they, I assume they must all pair up in some way. 
So we've got different colours. Oh, there's all sorts of differences. Well, there's only one different colour, but there's some with stripes on, some with different coloured flowers on, yeah. some with about a butterfly. Mm. Jagged spikes. I wonder if there are any two that are the same. I think there's quite a few that are the same, aren't they? They pair up, like that T and the H pair up. Let's see. And the S and the P pair up. I will find a difference, perhaps, between T and H. Yeah, I have a feeling we're going to need to use something else with this, so we probably should keep this in mind and come back to it. Um, so let's have a look. Can we get into the... Let's have a look at the lockers. Go to the lockers. Lockers, right. So the back wall has an array of small lockers numbered from 1 to 200. Oh. Each of them is locked with a four-digit combination lock. Upon further inspection, though, you can see one of them isn't. One of them has a lock with letters on it. How many letters? Five. Five letters. Okay. Which number is it that has the letters? It's locker 173. Are any of them open? Some of them are. Yeah. yeah. It would take quite a while to sort of flip open the door of 200 lockers but most of them are open as nobody's in here skating yeah if you just sort of flip a few yeah some of them are open nothing they're just empty inside no loose change yeah no Mm -hmm. in the snack bar the snack bar is closed and there is a gate covering the front of it Lights inside are off, so you can't make out much detail. But what you can see is a menu board on the counter. And I'll send you an image of the menu board. Today's special is Caesar arrow salad. Yeah. Uh, Very conspicuous arrow between the is, Caesar and the salad. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> $16. Yeah. Rice Krispie Treat, $4. One dollar. Isn't it? Juice box, one dollar. French fries, three dollars. Pretzel dog, four dollars. Onion rings, five dollars. Fried chicken sandwich, six dollars. Watermelon popsicle, eight dollars. Hamburger combo, eleven dollars. Watermelon popsicle is a lot more expensive than I would have thought. What is a watermelon popsicle? <laughs> Popsicles are just like ice lollies, basically. Yeah, it's a watermelon uh, flavoured. Like, yeah. So why is that so much more expensive than a chicken sandwich? Yeah. Weird. <laughs> and you've got these cap- all the capital letters seem to stand out as well in this. Yeah. They're in a very different font. Including for Caesar salad, the C and yeah. the S. The and the S, yes, you're right. Hmm. They're in bold. There probably is a word we can make out from that, but I'm not seeing it immediately. What about the vending machine that's right next to the snack bar? What food's in that? So the front of the machine is glass and it contains various types of crisps and sweets. There are five rows. The first row has items labelled A1 to A5. The second row is B1 to B5 and so on, ending in E5. On the right-hand side, there are buttons to enter a letter and a number and a coin slot and a coin return button. The bottom of the machine has a panel you push to get the item that you've purchased. It's all fairly standard, except for there is a blue piece of duct tape going diagonally across the upper left corner of the glass. Let's look at the TV. Mm, Snacks. Let's watch TV. All right, so you go over to the TV and it is a large flat screen mounted on the wall. The TV is currently off and there appears to be no way to turn it on within reach. Um, What about the supply closet? Can we get into that? The door has a plaque on it that says supply closet and it's locked with a purple directional lock. There is a round button on the lock that you can push up down, left and right. There are no labels or any other markings on the lock. Let's look at the table and chairs in the middle. 
So there are several chairs and tables scattered about. One of the tables has paper on it. And you happen to glance upwards and you notice that the ceiling is made of 25 large tiles in a five by five grid. You notice a line of blue paint diagonally crossing one of the outer corners of the grid. Hmm. Okay. So this five, we've seen this five by five quite a bit, aren't we? In the vending machine, in the seating, in the seating, and in the skate rental, aren't we? Yeah. And then the blue sort of streak on the ceiling is similar to the blue tape on the front of the vending machine, by the sound of it. Look at the papers on the table. Yep, sure. So you go over to the table that has a piece of paper on it, and you have a look at it. I will send you an image of what it looks like oh it's a list of ice skating maneuvers Mm. beat a twirl march for five minutes etc each with a level from between zero and five and one of them at the bottom is blank's house complete a something unknown there weren't any twirls in the vending machine, were there? No, there weren't. Mm. None of these others relate to food kinds, do they? All right, so that was on the table, yeah? All right, um, let's... What else we got to look at? There's the entrance to the ice rink slash the ice rink itself. The rink has two heavy double doors. You try opening them, but you find that they are locked. To the left of the doors is a card reader. Oh, right, yeah, you remember from last time you were here that you need a swipe card. There's one place we haven't been in yet, but I don't want to go into it. The loo? It's after you and Tom had a bad stomach in there. I don't know if we should be going in there. We all had bad stomachs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but again, my point, do we want to go back in there? We have to. I guess we have to. Okay, we have to. All right, so the bathroom door seems to have locked behind you. Mm. Having been in there just a short time ago, though, you don't really remember seeing anything that interesting. So perhaps you don't need to go in there. There is a poster thumbtacked to the door, and I will share an image of that. <laughs> That's the only significant thing about the bathroom area. When up high, use your eyes. Okay. Mm. Little message in there. I think. Yeah. So that's everything to do with the toilets. Okay. okay. Information overload. Yeah. Where to begin? <laughs> So, yeah, we need to do the something with the lockers, something with the menu. Um, and I presume we have to turn the TV on somehow. Yeah. Mm. That we, don't we can't have... find any way to do that. Okay. No. But... Did we look at the main door where we came in? Yeah. Yeah. That's the numeric. That's the keypad. Yeah. So the blue tape on the vending machine, is that covering one particular item in the vending machine or is it just in one corner generally it's just generally in the corner you would assume that the glass maybe just has a little crack in the corner and the duct tape is covering it it's not covering any item it's above those i think that must correspond the fact we got the blue tape in two places that obviously corresponds to something and now what joe said about the image with those skates if there are pairs and there was 25 of them, I'm pretty sure there were, there probably is one of one out in there somewhere. You remember what the note said on the skate rental kiosk? Could I hear that note again, please? Yeah, it says, Mel, I like the new system where skates of the same size have a unique look, but there's only one pair of size six left and none of size 10. We need to order more, Abby. One pair of size six and none of size ten. Okay. This is this is a digital screen with this image on, right? Like a table, and you can like a touch screen. You press one you want. 
or are these physical skates we're looking at? Uh, no, it's a screen. Yeah. It's a screen. Yeah, so I assume each option is selecting one pair of skates. So A is one pair, B is one pair. Yes, that's correct. Yes. Let's be the same as. Yeah, so even though there is only one skate in the image, you will get a pair. Yeah. Okay. B. But there also seem to be pairs. Yeah, I'm trying to see. They must just say if they're all pairs, there must be an odd one out because there's 25 huh. of them. Yeah. Fine. I'm trying to see if I can work out what the odd one out is. Uh... All right. Are you starting from A and matching them up? I've started from A, yeah, and matching them, yeah. So I've just got to E. E matches with R. I will start from K. Okay. Looks like it. There are lots some very subtle differences sometimes. Yeah. Well, I found three that are the same. I don't think you have. Which ones do you think you have? J, O and X. Oh, no, I tell a lie. I have got that wrong. O and X are the same, but J, possibly not. I'm, assume, well, I'm assuming we're going to do this and we're going to find one letter that's not right and then we're going to have to match it up to what's in the vending machine on that level and hopefully that will give us something to look at. That's my theory. But we, That will give us a letter for the vending machine but not a number. But then... well, no, it would give us a... Yeah, these are five by five and the vending machine is five oh, yeah, by right. five. Give us that space, yeah. This remi yeah. reminds me of like the trial and error method of solving in maths. <laughs> it was like, you know, it was like the least efficient way, but it was a way you could do it and get marks, but it was yeah. like clearly not the slickest way. <laughs> okay, how many have I paired? I've paired one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So that means that's 22. So there's only two other pairs left to pay. Rob, what three do you have left? G was one I did have left over, yes, at the minute that I was trying to pair with something. 9, 10, 11, 12. Okay, so the one I think I've got left over that doesn't pair with anything is G. Oh, the G actually looks... The same as O and X as well. G, O and X. You could be right about that. That G skate, it's got slightly different lacing to O. Ooh, so subtle. No, you are right, actually. Yeah. So the odd one out has got to be G. Ah, uh, yeah, because, hang on, yeah, X and O are the same. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, or it could just be the, one of the letters we need if we've got five things to do. We've got a five letter. It could be. Whether that's one of the letters that we need. It's one of the letters we need. No, it could be yeah. right. It creates a credit, doesn't it? So should we get should Skate's G out, do we think? Yeah, why not? Mm. Yeah. All right, so you press the square to indicate that you want the Skate's G the machine whirs and a single pair of skates fall into the slot. You retrieve them, and for Joe, they look like a perfect fit. Well, you better put them on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See if this slipper's magic slipper fits. <laughs> yeah, you can put the skates on if you want to, Joe. Mm. Just means you have to do that weird, I've got ice skates on, but I'm not on the ice walk. Great. So what you have to do, Joe, is now you've got the skates on, uh, you have to complete a twirl <laughs> for five minutes, complete a death spiral. It's easy, isn't it? And I can't even get on the ice. So I've got to just do it here. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's obviously something, there must be something significant about those capitalised words. But it's there are more than five of them. The locker has mm. a five letters code. Number. Maybe that's the blank word. What happens if we try putting tread into the locker five-letter combination? So T-R-E-A-D. Unfortunately, that doesn't open it. Hang on a sec. Taking the letters as they correspond to the skill level. So number one in 12 is a T. 
Number three in death in March is R. Number two in death is E. Number three in blade is A. And then zero for short, I'm assuming, is space. And then two in score is a C. One in duets is a D. Nothing. That is a good idea for this puzzle, but it, it, that is not what this puzzle is. Okay. You may need a clue for this one. Can That's we look good. at the ceiling tiles and any more detail? Look really hard. <laughs> they are quite high. You um, so they're quite far away. Like you would you can't like sort of see them anymore up close. Really, maybe we need to get up higher because. Sorry, there's there's um, the advice poster about when up high, use your eyes, and they are high. So we need to find a way to get up high. Stack some tables and chairs. <laughs> Make good. a precarious structure to climb on. <laughs> Let Joe walk up there with her skates on. <laughs> I'm going back to the menu again at the minute. I'm thinking those letters probably are significant. Do they spell out some kind of word? Are they an anagram of something? So is the, the checklist, is that a standalone puzzle? Does it require other things? Yeah, That's you sweet. can do that with the checklist alone. Yeah. Right, I think I figured out the menu puzzle, guys. What do you think it is? So it says Caesar salad at the top. Mm-hmm. $16. The number of spaces between the letters C and S in the alphabet is 16. Oh. So if you take the R for Rice Krispie Treat, move that one forward, you've got S. Mm-hmm. J, you've got, move it one space, you've got K. Mm-hmm. Um, F. You move it three spaces, you've got I. P, you move it four spaces, and so on and so forth, and it spells the word Skittles. Are there Skittles in the vending machine? There are Skittles in the vending machine. What row are they on? What left? Well done, James. That's very clever. Exemplary. Thank you very much. You can have a merit. Thank you. And get some Skittles. So Skittles are row D and number two. D2. D2. Skittles. Ah, now we're cooking. We don't have any credit though, do we? So we can't get to those Skittles. They're on their D2. Are they low enough that someone could reach up into the vending machine and grab them? I mean, no one's in here, so. I don't think that's what we're supposed to do. I think we're meant to find out which ceiling tile that corresponds to. Okay. But maybe we're not high enough to see. So can we look at the position of the blue tape and the blue paint on the ceiling? Imagine it's the vending machine and see what ceiling tile Skittles would be. Yeah, you can. Yes, you can do that. Yeah. It doesn't look any different from the others. We need to be able to try and get up to that ceiling tile, then, don't we? We probably know what we need to get up there is probably in the supply closet, isn't it? Ladder. Oh, yeah. Maybe the ceiling tiles will give us the directions for the directional lock. Oh. So where we start, I don't know where, I assume we're going to start at the blue marker. When we need to do the directional lock first to get something out of the supply cupboards to get us close enough to the ceiling tiles to work that one out. Maybe that's not it then, maybe it's not. So going back to this scarlet fish puzzle... Yeah. Well, it gave us, yeah, the letters it gave us didn't seem to spell. That's why I thought it spelled tread at first, but no, it doesn't. And then there's one that's zero, so what would that be a space? I'd assume that would be a space, yeah. Um, yeah, right. So it must be a way of solving what the blank word is in here. Hmm. Are there words that link in here? For instance, you could use twirl and when well, no, a blade and death could go together, duets and score could go together. No, it doesn't really pair, does it? Oh, hang on a sec. Oh, he's got something. There's nothing in column four, is there? So there's no level four. 
What if we take the fourth letter from each one? R, C, T, D. I mean, are we focusing too much on these words that have the capitals in them? Is there something else here that we should be looking I'm at? I'm sure they're significant, but maybe. There's one little thing that you have not done. Can we try pressing the buttons on the directional lock on the supply closet door? See if they light up or anything like that. Uh, so it's not a button press. It's one of those. So it, it's got a slidey bit that you slide up, slide across, and down, whichever direction you want it to go. It, it slides in that direction, goes back to the middle, and then you move it to the next direction. Okay. And when we do that, n- n- nothing happens visibly. No, no, nothing happens. We still got the lock with five letters, which we can't. Oh, hang on a sec. Oh, it's got something. I, think, I reckon that five letter lock is going to be this missing word, isn't it? From the checklist. You think it's going to be that? Okay. Probably. Yeah, I'm going to say that's six letters, and so no, that's not good. Um, Can we try and feel around the edge of the TV for any power buttons or anything? You can't reach the TV. Oh. Maybe it's voice activated. <laughs> TV, turn on. <laughs> Nothing happens. Computer. No. No, Alexa. <laughs> Alexa, turn on TV. Okay. How high is the TV? It's about seven foot off the ground. High then, right? Yeah. Would we agree that's high? Yes. Can we use our eyes on the TV? Laser vision. I can. More specific. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to remove her eye and reach up and throw it at the TV? <laughs> okay. You're not magic in this one, unfortunately. What about if we take a chair from the, ta- the seating area and stand on the chair mm-hmm. to reach the TV? No, the chairs are they're all bolted to the floor. Oh, oh dear. Okay. Um... What about these lockers then? There's 200 of them. Can we yeah. climb on the lockers to get to the TV? The lockers aren't near the TV. <laughs> so most of them have four-digit locks. Do we think we could ignore those? Is it just this five-letter one which is important? So we've got the spaces there. Duets. I mean, you can link the words in some way. Can I, can I nudge? Please. Yeah. I was working on that assumption. Yeah, so the, the capitalised words and the numbers are important. Yeah. So you're saying you can ignore complete A and just focus on 12? Yeah, we know that. That's yes. Sort of... Okay. Well, we don't know that, do well, we? Well, I mean... Jeez, I don't know. Mm. I, only, I try to only nudge you guys really gently because I know you're not too keen. Yeah, I hate clues. But I can, um, I can nudge again if you want. Uh, I feel like it's an instant failure if we get to... I'll just give up. Level, 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 level. Right. The word level is irrelevant. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking that it was like ordering those words by level. So like anything with... Oh, no, if you just literally pick out the capitalised word and the number, that's all you need. Yeah, but we've done that and it makes no sense. We end up with 12 something. The words twirl and duets, they both have the letter T in them. I've taken the letter T. Mm-hmm. Um, and then death and score both have the letter E in them. So I've taken that. March and blade both have the letter A in them. So I've taken that. That's as far as I've got, and what I've actually got is tea, so I'm going to have a cup of tea. They're not just common in two of them, though. They're common to lots of them. So I'm going to have to nudge you again, guys, because I don't want to get into a situation where we're still going at one in the morning. Yes, please. That's a good <laughs> idea. Yeah. I don't like this one. I'm out of ideas. So the, your, the final word that you're looking for is a five-letter word. Yeah, we know that. And it has one letter in common with twirl, Three letters in common with March, zero letters in common with short, 
two letters in common with score and one letter in common with duets. Oh, that sounds horrendous. I never would have thought of that. I hate it. I hate having to get clues. <laughs> I was like, right, so your final word is a five letters. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> we listened to the original recording for this one. Yeah. Did they get this? Yeah. Straight away. Oh dear. That's embarrassing. Um, yeah, fairly quickly. But I don't know how much they cut out, so didn't make sense to me now we know the rules but they knew they knew the name of the puzzle so i'd imagine oh wait what they knew the name of it what's what is this called then yeah all, all puzzles have names this this is a mastermind puzzle oh uh, there we go that's where it went wrong and you know the um you know mastermind. the salad thing hmm. that's actually called the caesar cipher Oh, you have to move letters along the alphabet, like you had to do last time with the bench and the the three birds. You had to move the alphabet. It's called a Caesar cipher. Okay. So didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm guessing if it's got to have an A in it, if it's gone going with the ones that have the three letters in, which are Mark and Blade, is the one to start off with. They've both got an A, so I'm guessing there's an A. Don't forget, it's got none in short. I've done it wrong. <laughs> yeah, we never do. How do you... Rob's, it's all down to Rob then. Okay, so we've got a C and an E. What we have to do is use a short. So if we go for 12, we lose the T and the R. In, um, in March, you've got three letters, but it can't be H or R because they're both in short. So it's got to be C... A and M. Okay, so that gives us an A and an M. But the only other one is blade, isn't it? Blade, which is free. So we've got the E and the A. Yeah. I think it's I think it's L because we've already got A and E. So it means it's either B, L, or D. No, it's not D. And if it was and twirl has got one, but there's no A or E there, or D, or so it's the only other one there is L. Uh, okay. So I make that as camel. Well, that was difficult. <laughs> Very difficult. Let's put it in the locker, 173. Use the combination camel on locker 173. The locker opens. And you find a TV remote. Hey, take the TV remote over to the TV and turn it on. Hey, turn you on. the power button and the TV turns on, but it's just a blank screen. Oh, really? Oh, oh it's not. We've got channel buttons on the remote. What happens if we try putting in a certain channel? No, if you try to enter like a different channel, what comes up on the screen are like, um, like video commands, you know? So there's like... Play, fast forward, rewind. I don't understand. Is there a play button on the remote? There is, yeah. Press it. All right. So if you push the play button on the remote, the screen lights up and it shows a figure skater in a purple tutu. Mm-hmm. Music starts and then she does a routine. First, the skater leaps up into the air and does a spin. When she lands, she skates to the right and the camera follows her. She then leaps up into the air again. And when she lands, she kneels down, sticks out her leg and does another spin. She stands and skates to the left, then stops and skates to the left again. She jumps up and does a quadruple spin. When she lands, she spreads her arms open wide. The screen goes black and then repeats. I would like to try, if we go to the directional keypad thing, we try moving it up, right, up, down, left, and then left again. And then, and then up. There was up. Up. up again, was there? Okay. All right. The lock opens. You open the door to find a tall ladder. It really? goes up to the ceiling and it has wheels so you can push it around. Let's put the so, ladder underneath that tile and look, examine it closely. Let's try going up, yeah. 
All right, so you push the ladder underneath the tile that would correspond to D2. And you, who's going up? I'll go up. All right, James climbs the ladder. And then you push up on the tile and it gives way. You shove it up a little and you see a duct with rungs built into the wall. Climb the duct rungs. All right, so you climb up the short ladder to find another tile blocking your way. You push it up and find yourself on the roof. It's very pretty up there. You have a clear view over the town. Unfortunately, you're too high up to be able to get off the roof safely. You call out and wave your arms, but no one's around to see or hear you. The roof itself is pretty barren. The only thing you see are the backs of the letters that make up the name of the rink. Each is made of metal and they stick up partially over the edge of the roof. The closest building is the local church across the street. It does have a large sign in its front <laughs> yard. Use the eyes in spirit of skating. I'm going to send you the what James can see on the church. Uh, I'll use the eyes from the from the lettering from the spirit. Yeah. Well, what would that that just give you a load of eyes, wouldn't it? Well, is there anything on those on the actual eyes? Yeah, if you look a little bit closer at the eyes, they have dots above them, but they are made of glass. They're almost like lenses. I think you need to look through those lenses, James, at the church sign. I am looking through it now. Which one? All of them. <laughs> All at once. <laughs> All at once. You're not able a few eyes, quite a few eyes in that, isn't there? Is Tom and Rob up with That's you. a great idea, yeah. Yeah. Leave... yeah. We'll have to leave Joe behind because she's got her skates on. She can't climb ladders with the skates yeah. on. Yeah. Come on, guys, let's have a look. All right. So, James, you take the leftmost eye, the one in skating. An X is on the glass. And when you look through it, the X seems to appear between the second and third lines of the sign. Rob, you take the middle eye, the first one in spirit. And you see a dash between the fifth and sixth lines. Tom, you take the second eye of spirit, and there seems to be an X between the fourth and fifth lines. Minus times. Yeah. I don't know if that's meant to be multiplication minus, but there's no numbers in this anywhere, is there? It's just words. Number of eyes. Number of eyes could be. Or is it just multiplying literally the number of words that are there? You're right, it could be the number of words. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven times one, two, three, four, five, six. Six times seven is 42. And then fifth and the fifth line minus the sixth line. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. So that doesn't work though, does it? Because the sixth line's got more words than the fifth line. It's multiplication. And if it's the number of eyes, it just comes up with really uninteresting sums, like one times three, four times one. Yeah. Seems unlikely to be that. I would love this puzzle because it's a word puzzle and I love word puzzles. Okay. Minus. Uh, what's on the fifth one? Is it one, two, three, four, five? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Second and third. Okay, um, is there? Are there numbers hidden in these that we're missing somewhere? Yeah, on the second line is one in honesty. Okay, so is that one times uh, what's in the third one? Two for two used devout words, but then you get one times two is two. Then the fourth and the fifth. Line five is ten. That's eighty. Ten minus four. Ten minus four, so that's six. Okay. So eighty-two minus six gives us seventy-six. But what do we do with that then? If we if if we get Joe of Escapes to go to the keypad by the main door and enter the number seventy-six, does that do anything? No, it doesn't. But she can see that when she enters two numbers, four more spaces come up. 
You seem to only have looked at certain sentences. Is there a reason for that? Because of the ones that we saw the crosses between. Okay, so maybe we've got to do the other ones as well. Okay. Okay, there's a three on the first line. Seven. Okay. So we go three plus one is four. Did anybody yeah. mention a plus? Don't think anybody mentioned a plus. Three. So line one is three. Yeah. Two is one. Yeah. Then a cross. Then a, then a two. Then three then one cross two. Eight cross ten dash four. And then seven. Or maybe there are more than one number in some of the lines. 31 times 28 oh, times 10 okay. minus 47. Joe, you're still down at the bottom ladder. Go to the keypad at the door and try putting in this, putting in 8633. Oh, six, isn't it? Okay. Okay, well, I get 8,633. I'll put it in anyway. Never say never. Yeah, so Joe tries 8633, but there are still two remaining spaces flashing. So it appears you need a six-digit code. But I can tell you that you are correct and you can come down from the roof now. Do you remember earlier when I said there's one little thing that you haven't done yet? We still haven't done it. I'm sure that there is something that if you were there and you had a vending machine... We need to find some money. I'm sure you would do this. We probably no. We know what's in it, but we could either try and vandalise it and get stuff out, or we could try and find some money, like in the till. Check the change thing. No, nothing in the change. Check what's in the bottom of the vending machine and see if there's anything sat in the bottom of it. Um. So, Rob, if you put put your hand in there and you have a little feel around, your fingers touch a small piece of paper. You grab it and bring it out, and Mm -hmm. it just says. Hashtag 59, hint, church sign. Hashtag 59, so is it 59? What about locker 59? Are we done with lockers? Oh, yeah, look at, yeah, you're quite right. Locker 59, yeah. Oh, yeah. Locker 59, but in that four-digit code. Oh, yeah. Okay, so if you use 8633 on locker 59, the locker opens. And a swipe card labelled rink entry. So now we can go to the rink and swipe the card. We haven't been on the rink yet. Oh, my God. Uh... Look, <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were done. It's not my fault you didn't want to collude for the earlier puzzle. <laughs> I was trying to. <laughs> you guys are so stubborn. <laughs> well, it's not a victory if we have to have clues, is it? Get your skates on, you've got to go do some death blades. All right, so Joe takes the card over to the rink and swipes it, and the doors open. She is now able to go onto the rink if she so wished. There's lots of stands in the rink as well. Is there anything in the stands? We've got like a whole other area to explore now, haven't we? I'm going onto the rink, yeah. Going onto the rink. All right, cool. So if you look around you, you see stands surrounding the ice at the top of the stands you see signs labelling the sections. All you can see from the bottom where you are standing are the big letters A, B, C and D. The ice is surrounded by an opaque glass wall. There's an opening you can go through if you want to skate. The, the, the locked door that we've just opened. Oh, yeah, that's the, yeah, sorry, that's the opening you've just gone through, yeah. Go and skate. I could just have a go, couldn't I? Yeah. Get about, yeah, okay, so if you have a little skate around the ice, you obviously you go past the bigger letters. If you look closer at them, you can see that there's a bit extra that you couldn't see further away. Underneath the large letter A is written 1 colon X. Underneath the B, it's 2 colon R. Underneath the C is 3 colon 6. And underneath the D, there is the following. Bedhead, ST and Recycling Centre. What a bizarre thing. If you think literally, you'll know what to do. 
Oh, I did. I'm sorry. I did forget to tell you something, Joe, while you were skating around um, because I was concentrating on the letters. But you do skate past a Zamboni on the ice as well. Do you know what a Zamboni is? Because I, I have no idea. <laughs> so a Zamboni um, is one of those things that goes and re, like smooths out the ice. Oh, yeah. you know, just like a little like truck thing. I think it's unmanned and. It is unmanned, yes. Can I go? Can I get in it? Yep. If you hop up into the cab of the Zamboni, on the console you see a small pinhole labelled activate, and underneath it are two dials labelled A to Z and one dial labelled zero to nine. So you say a pinhole, like I've got to stick something in there. You would guess so, yeah. One X, two R. Do you need to turn the dials to one and X, then to two and R, then to fringe it? Then we've got to figure out what goes under the D. Sorry, Rob, what did you just say? Did You were talking about dials. You can turn them from A to Z and zero to nine, two different dials. There are three dials. There are three dials. Okay, what's on the third dial? There are two dials which are A to Z. Okay. Only one that's zero to nine. Okay. I have a set. That ST and is a stand, isn't it? So D stand. That would be the five letter word, wouldn't it? Yeah, keep going, Rob. And so it's a stand. (laughs) Yep. Okay, so we need to go to one of these stands. But which one's the bed head and the recycling centre? How that comes into it, I'm not sure. Recycling. Okay, hang on. So the centre of recycling is letter C. Bed is B. So B stand C. So, goes, so we need two letter dials. We need to turn to R and G, and we need to turn the number dial to five. What? How are we got R and G? Because you've got B stand and C stand, and you've got R and two, column three, and Two colon R, three colon G. You got the R and G for those, and then you add two and three together. That makes five. I think it's six, not G, isn't it? A is one colon X, B is two colon R, C is three colon six. Oh, three colon six. I had it as G. (laughs) And Joe has two letter dials and one number dial. All right, I mean, well, can we put the letters to B and C? And then maybe, I don't know, that the numbers, can you key in like 57131 in order? I don't know. So if you kind of group A, B and C together, they all work together. D is kind of a separate thing. Okay. Okay. A, B and C, are they to do with the three knobs I have? You'd think. <laughs> well, you do have two letter knobs and one number knob. So if she turns the two letter knobs to X and R and the number knob to nine, does that do anything? Why nine? It's just six, isn't it? Six plus two plus one. So the first knob is X, second knob is R, third knob is six. Surely it's just that. A, B, C. Yeah, so Joe does that, but it it does still need to be activated. Okay, we need to find the key for it then, don't we? Well, do we need to go to the stand that's between B and C? Okay, that's a good idea. What if we stand in between B and C? Good thinking. Yeah, so you, you can stand between B and C. You don't really see anything significant, though, at the moment. Are there any numbers anywhere, like on the seats, that might match this 57131? So the 57131, you know how when you do a crossword, it gives you the amount of letters in the solution? Yeah. Stand between B and C, I see. Okay. Yeah, well done. Oh, right. Okay. But there isn't a stand between B and C, technically, because B and C are two separate. No, we can stand between B and C. 
So there must be some sort of key. Joe is yelling at you from the Zamboni to look around for a pin. A pin? Okay. Yeah, she needs some kind of pin to activate it. All right, we'll look around for a pin. Look around. <laughs> is there a pin on the ice? <laughs> <laughs> what sort of pin? You've got to keep that in. You've got to keep that in. <laughs> <laughs> a pin. So I mean. I'm getting delirious. You need to hurry up your game. It's going into like critical point now. Where can you find a pin, guys? Come on, find a pin. Um, in my hair. Take a look through your images. Oh, um, oh, so we get out of the post there. Rob pulls out a pin and scooches it over the ice to Joe. Joe jumps down from the Zamboni, grabs the pin, jumps back up into the Zamboni and enters the pin and the Zamboni comes to life. It starts going without even her having to do anything. Actually, it's moving quite fast. Joe screams and holds on for dear life and it's going all about all over the place. Then all of a sudden it stops. Joe jumps out and notes that the Zamboni seems to have scratched all of the ice. It just looks like a big old mess to her. One of us needs to go up in the stands and look down at the ice and see what numbers have appeared on the ice. Go up into what stand? Let's go up into stand A. No, let's stand between B and C. Stand between B and C. No, you're right, of course. All right. So, um, Tom, if you stand between B and C, you squint a little bit, actually... Yeah, it looks like the Zamboni has made numbers. It looks like six, five, seven, eight, two, five. That's rubbish. That means nothing to us. Next. Uh, I think we should go to the keypad and enter that number six, five, seven, eight, two, five. The keypad flashes green and the door opens. You are free. We are free. You may leave. We got there. That was difficult. That was that was difficult. I think we would have been okay with that. I think it was just that one, that checklist puzzle just stopped us for too long, I think. We just couldn't figure that out. I mean, like, even when you gave us the clue for that, Gemma, I was still having to really think about it and be like, oh, I still, yeah, had to really puzzle through. Oh, well, we did our best. Is Joe still awake there, Tom, or has she fallen asleep? She is asleep. Oh. 